Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Well, Tiffany, I'd like to thank you because from now on going forward, I'm just referring to those monsters as frickin' frack. I don't know who's frick and who's frack, but frick and frack are here to stay, everyone. You've never heard that when someone I've, says frick yes, and frack? Yes, I've heard that. Yeah. Yes, but what she said. It but, is a twosome. So who's frick and who's frack? I think frick is Micah. And, okay. But I, I liked it when, when, when Tiffany's like, well, here comes frack right now. <laughs> super happy that i i never like it when when I, I i never really think it's justified when one group kind of excludes the other but these but freaking frack have brought it upon themselves freaking frack have yeah mm-hmm. and they have isolated themselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and and the other three women who are there are just like well i guess they're not going to talk to us and none of them like Irina. The only one who, she's Micah's the only one who can stand Irina. For now, until she tries to fuck Paul. <laughs> yes, y'all, you got all that right. This is Love is Blind, season four, episode five, Paradise Lost. Now, I'm one trying of my favorite to figure out comics. Or the novel by John Milton. Whatever. Um, <laughs> the great Wonder Woman run. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. That was named after John Milton. So I, I thought it was the one. I don't even know what Paradox Lost is about, John Milton. What else did he write? Um, That was his main thing. But uh, it <laughs> was about one hit garden, wonder. The, the, <laughs> true. True. <laughs> I, I think he did he did write other things, but um, I just when you just said uh, <laughs> when you just said that was a great Wonder Woman comic, <laughs> some English majors just busted out. But just you have you have heard of the John Milton piece, didn't you? Maybe you haven't. I have heard of it. Yes. Okay. We probably couldn't um, read it because it had some sexual connotation or if it was <laughs> if it was about I think I knew it was maybe about religion and we wouldn't talk about that. Well, no, it's about the Garden of Eden. Oh, the, kind of the fall. Of, read, yeah. One. We only read one book of that. 
the Bible. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's the one book. <laughs> that's, that's the that's book. That's the account that you trust. The King James Bible. The King's English like Jesus spoke. That That is how I know I'm in Oklahoma versus California, where if people goes around saying, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I read it in the good book. And you're like, oh, what? who wrote, what book is that? What was that? Did you get it from your book club? Like here, no one knows what the good, but back home, if they say the good book, it's only one book. I think, the, I think that's universally known as the people say the Bible is. Yeah, but that's, that's um, or as I have high school friends who say, who have fights about whether the King James version is the most accurate version because the name God is said more often in that translation. Um, and those men were inspired. Notice I said men. Those men yeah. were inspired by God to translate that. So any other translations not inspired. <laughs> Hint, it was to, it was to create. It was to create a, a division between the classes who could read and the ones who couldn't. Hint. <laughs> Hint. Hint. All right, let's move on to Love is Blind, because this, this was a good episode. I, 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 the whole time, I was like, whoa, whoa. It was, oh. Uh. I'm, I kept thinking the whole time, we've... I don't think we've ever teetered like this. Um, That's a good word for it. At least, at least three couples. We are yeah. teetering. Um, I don't think that we've ever had this much problems out of the gate so early. True. Maybe I'm True. wrong. No, because the for once we were right actually about a couple because we said. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched if you haven't watched this episode, then I'm mad at you. Stop listening right now and go. I am actually upset at you if you have not watched this. Stop it. Go watch. I want to say that it took a lot of maturity for Zach to say, let's call it. We should call it. <laughs> but for once we were right. We actually said we didn't think they were even gonna make it. Arena was never going to say it. Never Arena because she was has going no to make him hate her so much until he cheated on her. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to give it to Zach for saying. Or she would turn him down I at the offer. I think she would have turned him down at the Oh, yeah, the she would have. I can't fucking stand you anymore. In fact, looking at you makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> Like literally, and she's like, "Oh my god, same." And he's like, "Let's call it." And ten minutes later, like, "So, are you gonna fuck somebody else?" Please, hopefully, yes. Anyway, we're gonna get into all of that. It is, this is, like you said, this is new territory of Love Is Blind. We've never entered before in four seasons of Love Is yeah, Blind. For sure, Lib is lit. Lib is lit. Lib is lit. I don't think I we've called it live before, have we? We do. We we, we use it in everything we write, literally in. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever said lib on our Donald. We've yes, we said lib before, Gary. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So oh, y'all, well, this was a good episode. I stayed up too late opened, watching this. We opened the sequel to Milton's Paradise Lost. <laughs> Paradise Loster. Loster. Um, uh, 
Adam has taken a job as a uh, 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 what they call him the uh, uh, the, the, peop- the person who stuffs things. Um, taxidermist. Uh, to- oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I t- oh wait, that's, that's the wrong me. <laughs> that's the wrong. That's the wrong thing. Oh, the girls. Wait. The gr- this. I'm sorry. Girls are talking. Jackie and they're they're shit talking. Um, Micah. And and but Jackie said if Micah if Micah wanted that because Chelsea's coming up, but she's like thing about it is Michael wanted your man she would have had him that's true, that's um, true, and and I think Chelsea knows this. It, oh yeah, Chelsea knows this, and Micah's like, uh, and but Micah too when she's talking to Jackie is like. It has nothing really to do with Chelsea anymore. And I'm like, she's engaged to him. So, yeah, it does. It does have everything well, to do with her. That's how she has no empathy. Yeah, yeah, um, no empathy at all. Yeah. No. Uh, and Jackie also says, but Jackie's also talking. She's like, yeah, um, Bliss dodged a bullet, a total bullet <laughs> with Zach. And every, she doesn't like Zach. And everyone can tell that Arena is not attracted to Zach and that she wants to fuck Paul. Everyone, except for maybe Micah, which is kind of what is the chef's kiss about all this. Yeah. Even Paul knows Arena wants to fuck him. Yeah. And Paul was clueless. Yeah. 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 Um, but not as clueless as Zach, who I don't know if he's just doing lip service right now, but he says, you know, she's Arena's a good human. And I went, no, she's not. <laughs> She's absolutely not. Mm-mm. She's not a good human. Mm-mm. That's like one thing She's you not. cannot say about her. You could say, Irina has nice boobies. You yeah. could say, Irina's um, uh, has symmetrical. nice boobies. Okay. Irina, I'm just going to keep saying nice boobies. That's about it. Irina has three vowels in her name. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you. But you can't say she's a good human. Can't <laughs> that, say that, she's a good that human. That does not check the box. Mm-mm. And then he's like, but she's done a lot that's fucked up. And I went, now that's the truth. But I went, that's not a good human. A good human doesn't right. do things that are fucked up, y'all. She's Again, a bad person. St- stop excusing people's behavior with the idealization that you were hoping for of them. Yeah. That's a really good point. She, he, ha, he is trying to idealize her still. Yes. So, yes. and I wrote down, he is so dumb. So I, did t- um, I wrote that too. And then I wish I was here in the room with you. We're remote, but go. But I wish I was here mean, with you, so I so I could hit you. Instead of me being in one earbud and in the foyer of my <laughs> my hotel room <laughs> under yeah. a under a hot light. Some walk up before they come and pour water on you and, and ask you questions again. Ooh, don't mind that. <laughs> so th- Zach basically says, so here's the weird thing. And I don't know if we've seen this on camera. I think we were just trying to get the cringe moments. She's super affectionate before the party. Then when she's here at the party, she's distant and she won't let me kiss her. And then she's super affectionate after. Um, I don't games. know if her exactly it's games and games. she y'all she wants her target is Paul 
So she's going to, she also doesn't really want to be associated with him in the middle of all the other people because she thinks he's weird. But in private, she's trying to get him to fall in love with her. And it's yep. strangely working just slightly, but it's not going to work for much longer. Not much longer. Also, too, I'm all about body positivity and everything, but every time they meet in group settings, she's wearing the sluttiest fucking outfits that she can wear that just shows off as much as her body as possible. Yeah. To try to, to, try to send a message to the other men. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 If it was um, all girls on this trip, she would not be dressed like that. And no, probably not. No, no, no. So she, so she, we see that she's talking to Paul and she just says, I think you're really cute. And I think you're exactly my type. And I thought you would have this baby face, but look at you. And she keeps touching his face yes, and telling and, him how, and like he did. He like bite at her hand. Yes. Yes, he did. And oh, no. I wrote, I wrote, what the fuck? And I'm like, so let's throw Paul on the dick pile, y'all. Oh, throw yeah. another one on. Throw another one on, <laughs> Gary. Toss another one on the dick pile. Y'all, he's just collateral damage in one of Cersei Lannister's wicked schemes. He's kind of a dick, though. He's, he's, oh. he, uh, so right now we've got Kwame on the dick pile and Paul Where's your on the chart? dick pile. Where's your chart now? Did you do your chart? I, I hadn't brought it and bring it. Um, boy, but I need to do ball. another chart. You need to do well, it. I would have to, now I would so have had to bring a whole other pad. <laughs> There's so not much room to in my suitcase with. for a whole another, other pad. Another pad of paper. I here's what it is. I shouldn't wish this again. I shouldn't, but I, I really want Paul and Arena to to make out and or fuck. I really, really want that. Hmm. Just to make I Micah could, go crazy. I could see. I just don't want. I don't want anyone to be with Arena. <laughs> I don't want to do that to anyone. I. Because she just wants to. She also. Arena is kind of eerily. Even though she wants to be Micah's henchman. She's also eerily constant. Eerily just. She's chomping at the bit to usurp her. Oh, she yes. wants to beat her at her own game. This is uh, fucking like Game of Thrones shit, y'all. Yeah. And the worst part of this, as you all know, is the show. I do believe the show was, yes, they were trying to make compelling television, but I believe the people on this show really do believe in it because they never stop shoving down every, for every step of the way they have to say is love blind or not. They are, they've drank their own Kool-Aid. Um, for the most part, I think, I think some of them are, are influenced and just there. It's at the, I wonder sometimes. No, no, no. I'm talking else. about the production. I'm talking about the production. You're, oh, I'm not talking production. about the cast. Oh yes. Yeah. That, sorry. That was not clear. Yes. Yes. From the production for sure. I, the production, they keep saying, do you believe in love is blind? Do you, you know, they have, and it's so weird. That now they have this, who this, these are two people who are playing, completely playing games. Yep. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this is, and then you have Zach who I'm not sure about. I just think he's dumb, clueless. Um, I don't think he's necessarily a bad person. I think, no, I don't at all. 
I think he's got a strange way of relating to people, like that weird thing of telling people he was a stripper. I think that is he's got a lot of insecurity that he needs to work through with his childhood and how he was brought up. I trust um, Zach more than I trust Paul. I think me too. I don't think Paul, I don't think Zach is having any type of duplicity, even though I know he was lying about the stripper thing, but like he really wasn't like he told people it's more like, I, like you said, I don't think he knows how to relate to people and joke around. He doesn't. I think he thought he, that would be funny. He's also trying to set the bar low um, in a way. Like a confidence thing. With, yeah. But I think Paul, I've, I said this, I think said this in one episode. Paul is the worst kind of guy in some ways because he's a dick who thinks he's a nice guy. He really believes he's a nice guy. Like, yeah. that's who he is. And he's not, which we're going to find out. Uh, and he'll never so admit it. Like, when you accuse him of something, he'll go, I didn't see that. I didn't understand it. But part of him understands it. Men, exactly. they're all the same. Mm -hmm. to, to, to quote Mother Poodle, uh, just like a man. <laughs> I hate men. <laughs> Crystal Godfrey sang that at our at our pops concert, and everybody loved it. She did great. Did she sing it in a really operatic voice like you just did? Yes, yes, she did. Because she had a very operatic voice. She's a music teacher now at Lone Grove High School. Good for her and middle school. She's I'm, great. One of the best vocal teachers you could ever have. I'm proud for her. Regardless her. that her name is Crystal, which was a very popular name <laughs> when we were growing up. <laughs> she's still one of my very good friends. I love her dearly, but she sang the shit out of We also did a duet that year of Anything You Can Do, I Can Do Better. And it we killed. I'm sure you did. <laughs> we did. Uh, that's the ultimate song to get your gay friend to sing with you. Stop if you asked us to sing it at a church, they wanted us to <laughs> sing it at their church. And we did. What ministerial uh, place did that have? Or was it in some kind of cons? He did. We did sing it. And then afterwards he said, thank you for that. He said, and remember, nobody can do it better than God. And that's what he <laughs> let it do. Y'all never underestimate a preacher or a minister's ability to take something and make I it religious. About I forgot about There's this. A if you if you follow Christopher Ryan Stamey on TikTok, he does Carolyn who can't who always cries when she's up in front of church. Oh, I just and sent, she's always I just sent some one oh. of those today. And when she's like, and that's that's when I every time she's gonna try and talk about we had a hot dog supper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Pastor she, Tim's gonna be making his chili, and Ida loves it so much. It's the first time she hasn't been with us. <laughs> Uh, it's, she did one for Easter. She's like, I won't go over all their Easter announcements. Father Tim's got a full schedule for us for our play. And she starts talking. She's like, and when when Tabithea is well is walking down the pew, I'm telling y'all, y'all get your Kleenex ready because just seeing little Jameson him carrying that cross with that blood on his back, it's just <laughs> it was so good. It's so good. That is that is my childhood. There we are really people should be like friends that. with him. We really should. I, be we we with him. we should. I should reach out and say we have a podcast. To blah blah blah. He's like, I don't know. You block. <laughs> you block exactly, exactly. Um, 
I think that's it. We now say, we're, I'm a sub- we're Southern Queens. Yes. Are we going? We're into couples now, right? That was kind of the beginning, right? And then now we're we are on. into couples. Chelsea there was one thing I had. I don't know if this is going to be a callback or not, but they filmed it, so I feel like it had to be there for a reason. It was when Brett and Tiffany are talking with um, Marshall and Jackie. And Brett says, Marshall gave me the heads up on Tiffany. She's like, he was talking to her and she's like, this girl is way, way out of my league. She's too old for me. And, but I think she's going to make a great woman for you. And I don't know. I, it, it, it was a, and, the, and Jackie, she is a great woman. I don't, maybe it will come back. Maybe it won't. It was just a strange moment. Don't you break up, Brett and Tiffany. I, I know. You, this is, I've, uh, we can't even talk about the scene where they show what's coming up next on Love is Blind when they show at the end of this episode. I lost my damn mind. I know. Um. So let's move on to Paul. Uh. Uh. We, we watched that. So let's talk about uh, Chelsea and Kwame. I got to spray and my course, Harmony y'all. Chakra spray. I'm, I'm, I'm already nervous. Uh, about who? And I'm just stressed. Love is Blind, this show. Oh. Y'all, I watch one of these episodes and I'm stressed out for like an hour. I'm invested. I don't know if I'm stressed. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, dis- not, th- not about the season. I'm a little discouraged for the state of couples. I love watching the show, but I'm a little discouraged for the, the sampling that we have. Yeah. Um, not that I think they're going to do a bad show. I just think about production keeps trying to say, is love blind? And I think we have to keep saying, no. <laughs> no. But the experiment no, it's works. No, Only what I think is there only, well, Alexa and Brennan are still together. Is there, and then. And Lauren um, and Cameron. There's only and two Bar- couples and, out of. And Bar- Amber and Barnett. Oh, and. So only three couples. That's not a good ratio. Three couples out of how many people? <laughs> out of 15. Five, 10, 15. 20. Well, we don't know from this, but out of 15, yeah. yeah 15. And honestly, more than 15 because they each have several couples that go on as well that didn't make it. But we don't ever know if any of them stayed together. That's the That's thing. True. That's true. Yeah. So let's talk about, uh, I had high so hopes, Tommy. Chelsea's pissed. And uh, with deservedly so. And then she said, why did you have to talk to her in this moment? And this is when he carefully, and I'm not going to call this gaslighting, but it's really close. Really close. He, he basically says, well, you said I could go over there. You said all this. And he's like, you told me I could address this. And she's like, I did tell you I, you could address it. And he's like, I can't not address this thing that he that she hurt me. And she's like, well. I just want to bring that up. I just want to bring up that Kwame said that's his, I think it's Achilles heel. Is because he said, I had to talk to her. I'm not going to let what she said ride. And I went, oh, he has to be right. Yeah. He's and right. then he's, he's, Chelsea says, well, you have a fiance now. And you have to think about that, how your actions affect me. And that moment, it, his face just went, but both those things can be true. I'm like, no, 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 no. And then Kwame's like, well, 
it's, I wasn't trying, I, I apologize. I wasn't trying to belittle what we have. You have to believe I had no intent behind it. And what she should have said then, which I, which I, she did immediately. She's like, nope, nope, I'm not taking it. I, she's like, well, I don't he, accept he that. Said, he said, if we, and if this ever happens again, and that's when she cut him off and said, no, it should never happen. Full stop. Right. It should never you Ever had a 20 happened. minute conversation with her with when you were laughing and laughing it up while he saw he was not even paying attention to her where where this is when they should be getting to know one another yes and, and he, yes she yeah, hand, I, I just want to say i loved her already i love chelsea so much more because she handled me too. this i love her she handled this perfectly because he said, well, and then once we were talking and then once after we got the apologies in and she interrupted and she said, and, she said, and that's when the conversation should end. You got the apologies in, you're done. So it's done. And yes, she was, she was cross. She, she was pointed, but she wasn't furious. She yeah, didn't cruel. let, yeah. And she wasn't trying to hurt him. And at one point she says, so did you get the apology out of her that you were wanting? You know, I know I heard you laughing. And and that's just like, so after the apology happened, then it was done. And and that's when she goes, this is when I got really sad. And he's he keeps trying to explain, but, and she's like, yep, I knew this was going to happen. I knew it. I knew, I knew this is, this is it. And and then Kwame well, says, saying, like, "Yeah, we had no closure." He starts going into that. We again that whole idea of uh, this life doesn't. We don't get closure in life, y'all. That's like well, it's not a it's not a storybook. The thing about it is, why two things? Why does Micah owe you any closure, uh, Kwame? Yeah, good point. Micah That's does really not owe you any closure in Love is Blind. That and is – Yeah. You, everyone was dating everyone else, and yes, you well, – I will say, she did say, I wish you'd have asked me – or he said, I, I wish I could have proposed earlier. He was also doing that with Chelsea. And Micah initiated saying, I don't think we should date each other. Yes. she Did she lead him on? Probably. But not probably. That's Love did. is Blind. Um, also, he didn't get closure because he emotionally shut down and left the room and didn't talk yes! to her anymore. So you just – if you – again, though, but you said something that's so important. Micah doesn't owe him closure, but y'all, in life, period, you, we don't get closure from the other person. Yeah. We get closure from ourselves. Yeah. But he's this – and that's what worries me about Kwame is that he's this – the more and more I get to see him, and like I looked at his Instagram, the more and more I think he is. He needs the external validation. He needs the influencery life. He needs all that, and I don't know if he's here for the right reasons. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he's going to wind up going the Bartice route. I, I think just so too. Yeah. Um. So, uh, y'all, you don't want to go the Bartice route. It is a no. dark road. <laughs> Y'all, that always Kwame's leads gonna be to on perfect, perfect match. match. Yeah, that always <laughs> leads to perfect match. Uh, so she asked him. She said, "Do you feel like you got closure?" And he then he says, "This made my brain spin, not fully." So I thought, 
What did he want from her that he did not get in that conversation? Well, it's funny. What? I said it in my head, and then Chelsea said out loud, what would that would have been? Making out with Making her? Out? Went, yes. <laughs> he wanted to. That is out. She literally, I've never had a moment on Love is Blind where literally someone is taking the words from my mouth and just saying them. It felt so validating. What I think she, what I think he wanted um, was he, I, I really do believe this. I think he wanted her to be broken up and say, there was a part of me that really was upset that when I saw you, that I didn't choose you. That's what he wanted. And that is not good. Because that well, means it's still competitive for him. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's competitive. It's, it's unrealistic because you're never going to get that from Micah. And I think part of, part of him still can't really see her as she is, I'm I'm trying to figure out, trying to figure out what these Micah, I okay. I with Kwame, I don't know. I I want people to, I want to talk about maybe again as a gay man. I find her everything in the pod she said was not compelling. She's absolutely not compelling to me. I wonder what both Paul and Kwame found so immediately. The only thing I could think of, and this this is not enough for me, so I need to think about it more, was she told them everything they wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. um, but I wonder if there's something more. I don't know. I got to think about it. The only thing I can think of is that um, the guys that are attracted to her, I think Kwame tries to be and wants you to think he is. I don't think Paul and Kwame are that deep. And I think Micah is not that deep and that's attracted to them because when you're with someone that's not that deep, you don't have to show up in such a yep. vulnerable way. And you don't have to be smarter than them. And you don't have to be trying to, trying to know you're that challenged. you're smarter than them. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good Whereas point. Chelsea is really smart, really emotionally intelligent. And again, we go, Chelsea's I think he's like scared of her. Of I think so too. And she says, I don't get it. Would you have rather been with her? And Kwame says, Oh, what? oh I hated this. I'm I hated right this. where I hated I'm right where I need to be. But is it where you want to be, buddy? Because I don't think it it's is. It's kind of like when you're when you say, you know, I really need to eat a quinoa pilaf tonight. <laughs> yeah. For my side. But I want French fries. Do you want French fries? Yeah. 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 A quinoa pilaf can be delicious. It's not what you want. It's not what you want. It's not what you yeah. want. Chelsea says, she kind of ends it and says, then let it fucking go and walk away into the life you're going to have. Oh, God, she gives good do lines. You, do you think... I... Mm, mm, I, I want him to be kind of transformed and have this kind of like Mount of Olives moment, but I don't know if it's going to happen. I just don't see it happening. I don't because I think what, again, I'm going back to, I think what he did at that pool party was so disgusting and disrespectful. Much worse than the Jarrett no. Mallory moment. Much, much worse. Jarrett Mallory, much worse than Cole and um, who was uh, it with? Colleen. 
Much worse than with Cole because and Colleen at the pool moment. That was those were sexual moments. And and this seemed like none of the rest of the cast really picked up on it. Um, but I think we have a group, I think we have a cast here that's a lot less connected than our cast members have been before. I agree with that before. But yeah, yeah I think what he did was the worst. I think that showed his character more than anything. I think I think he is not ready for the amount of hate <laughs> that he's gonna get. <laughs> Woo! Woo! So I don't think Micah is either. Um, and Arena probably is because she's Arena been is. ready yeah. for haters on day one. <laughs> yeah, she's ready. She's ready. So it's pool time with Jackie and Marshall. Um, I'm always very nervous when I see a floating board of food. Um, at any <laughs> moment, either pool water could get in that food. <laughs> Or you could drop a piece of ham in the pool. <laughs> or I what find if, what if someone splashed in the pool and water came on the thing and it just floated to the bottom and all that food went to waste? All that food would go to waste. Yeah, I'm. I am no fan of. I'm a. I'm. I'm fine with. For some reason, I'm fine with drinking in the pool. I'm fine with. Uh, but I don't want to see people eating food in a pool. I have a real problem with it. I don't really like any of it. Drinking or uh, maybe drinking, but I'm, I don't love drinking or eating in a pool. And I can't eat in the pool because Aunt Peggy yelled at me for bringing in those Oreos. So I got in trouble as a little <laughs> kid because I got Oreos in her pool. <laughs> I like so. it not because it was breaking the don't swim after you eat rule. It was just you getting fucking black cookie everywhere in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> She would say, she'd say, Matthew, I just had Jarvis come out and skim this pool, and now I got cookies all over it. Was Jarvis her hired man? No, Jarvis Pools. He, he was our neighbor, actually. Really oh. sweet, sweet man. One of my dad's good friends. The Jar- didn't, we, didn't we talk about that it was like Jarvis Pools, not Jarvis's, right? Jarvis Pools, yes, because I was talking about when my dad tore down the house that he grew up in, they built Jarvis Pools on it. Because he tore, <laughs> he was tearing down the house and he called Peggy said and said, guess what I found? And he found the old flipper that my Aunt Peggy used to beat my, da- my dad and Uncle Leonard's ass with. When they would misbehave, Aunt Peggy would whip him with a flipper. And one day she went to whip him and she couldn't find the flipper and they didn't know that they had taken it up and hidden it in the attic. Oh, memories of childhood <laughs> corporal punishment. Still as sweet Wait, as, said, as the day said, it happened. Aunt Peggy said, she said, they were both terrible. Just little shits. <laughs> we need to move on. Because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> By the way, I, y'all, I'm sorry. I do have to, um, this is on Patreon. So I'm going to read this because I probably wouldn't, not that she would listen, but I sent Jake a Facebook post from my aunt Darla. And it's one of the funniest things I've read in so long. (laughs) Aunt Darla posted happy anniversary to my husband, Tim hard to believe it's been 12 years. I have one more surgery and then maybe we can start traveling. (laughs) Happy anniversary, honey. (laughs) She still made it about her health. Oof. I do love my Aunt Darla. She's a good one. 
So y'all, Marshall, Marshall's talking about, you know, how strong certain couples are. And they're like, Tiffany and Brett, they're great. Um, and Jack is like, not as strong, not as strong as us. I don't know. I'm, 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 they're not as teetering for me as some couples are. Um, they're, they're definitely number two on the list, but that's, think about context. <laughs> they're also, they're, they're, but they're also peacocking a lot about how great they are. They are. And that can yeah. be a problem. Jarrett and um, Jarrett and um, what's her Hoover did that? Iana. Yeah. yeah. The weirdest thing about that is I think if you go back now, um, I, it never to me felt like there was true chemistry between them. No, I agree. And I, and it's like almost, he was trying to make it work. I think it was for her. And I think he was always trying to make it work for himself. Yeah. Um, is that me with the sirens or is it you? That might That's, be me. Y'all don't. Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. Oh, I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See. Now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. 
Me undies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes! Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens I'll pull over 
That's you. I don't hear them, but that's you. <laughs> it's that's the you. it's the it's the best of the New York EMS. Um, so they're in this pool, and so they're saying like Brett and Tiffany seem strong, and Jacqueline's like, "Well, Zach's a weirdo. He needs to stay six feet away." Yeah. And she really does. She call Irina a peasant. Yeah, she's it? very judgmental. Um, the what makes her funny and fun is also has a dark side. So she's going to she's going to go hard on people. I think Marshall is slowly realizing that it's not going to be always a picnic living with her and that he needs to take that as either who she is and maybe after a while that might soften. I think it's probably a product of probably having to grow up tough and hard, which it seems like she did. Yeah. Um, And, but I, this is this, that might not, it might be, it might kind of, lead to maybe them not getting together. Um, yeah, he might decide he can't handle that. Yeah, because she even says someone who is a – she does dumb shit for no reason. And Marshall says, well, everyone's beautiful in their own way. I'm like, she's like, yeah, right. 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 And she's that, like, but I'm fine because my tanto is here. <laughs> hey. My dumbass. Um, so then they splash around. Let's talk about t- – or. Oh, oh, we're are we? No, there's a there's there? a little bit of no, there's a little bit of Tiffany Brett. There's like beats. There's like Tiffany and Brett. They're um, but the thing about Tiffany and Brett is she's like, woo, y'all. What did they do, poodle? They fucked. They fucked. They, they carried their intimacy to the next level, aka fucked. Y'all, they we fucked. already saw in his underwear. He's got a big old dick. She packing. And, and she said. I can't talk because woo that man and we took it to the next level and it was good. Everything's great here. If this winds up going left, I think people are going to riot. <laughs> I, I I will I will hold the sticks. I think people may storm the Love Is Blind uh, uh, offices coming for Chris. What's his name's head? <laughs> I will. I will be there. So. And, and the, you'll be with me. I'll go with you. Just mostly to uh, mostly to be a patsy if I want to do anything illegal. And I'll I'll trip I you. That. I get that. <laughs> that's, that's fair. You do make a really good patsy. Thank you. Um, yeah. So basically, you're my soulmate. Hit the jackpot. They're they're y'all. I think they're gonna be without drama. We're gonna be happy about them. They're gonna be a little boring to watch. I think until maybe family stuff starts to happen. I think they so, might have to create some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Micah and Paul, they are You're not going to be boring. I agree. No, they, there's not really a lot right now, but they will be. Yeah. Basically, this just looked hot and humid in this rainforest. Did this look miserable to you? It did look hot. Um, I think when I'm out in the wild like this, I'm going to try to be an outdoor person for who I'm with. <laughs> I'm probably, if I was with you or something like that, I'm like, it is hot out here. And I would complain about it and hurry the bugs. But if I was with someone, I would really do my best not to be a good sport. So they would think I was one of those people who did things. So then that way you can lead them into a false sense of security. So then when they're hitched up with you and you're signed on to the will, you can be your real self. 
Yes, how else how else do you trap someone? Okay, just making sure we know. <laughs> Come on, you can't really show you can't actually show how horrible you are right away. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I agree. That's why everybody loves those cenotes, because when you go to that, you're so fucking hot. You're just ready to jump in the cold water. <laughs> uh so y'all, they are um they're at the cenote and um they, they're the fish, and she's like, oh, that's when she's like, you're so dorky. I need a shower. I feel gross. They jump in, and it's cold. And then there's kind of some fun, fun things. I think Micah um, adapts pretty well to work whichever situation she's oh, yeah. in. Um, again, I, I, I see what she's doing, and it, it is a dance. She's um, a shark, y'all, a shark. So then they're kissing. So she's something is in it for her, you know. And later on, there's a little bit of Chelsea and Kwame uh, with the drummer, the the kind of cacao ceremony they're having, and it's this to reactivate your heart. And they have this kind of moment when they're holding one another. I I don't know if I buy it completely. Well, um, Kwame says this a thousand percent brought them closer together. Yeah, a thousand percent poodle. One thousand percent poodle. Yeah, yeah, great. And Kwame said, you know, he said to her, he said, "I woke up this morning. I didn't feel great about last night. I could have done a lot better in that situation. I'm sorry, and I made you feel deprioritized. I should have communicated with you first, and then worked out the problem." And Chelsea says, "I'm feeling really peaceful about it, and I'm ready to forgive you." And I went, "Whoa." That's amazing on her part. Um, I and he did. That was a pretty good apology. Apology. He said, "I'm sorry. I de- deprioritized you. Um, I didn't. I think he said, "I'm sorry. You felt de- deprioritized. I kind of wish it wouldn't have been that, but um, I think he, he. She could tell he was sincere. She did. I. It was a great apology." But I still, you know, I think Kwame is one of those people that you feel like you are the center of the world when he is with you. And then when he is not with you, someone else is the center of his world. Yep. I think he's I agree with you. one of those guys. Let's go to the mirror image of that. The negative Whoa. image. <laughs> the bizarro couple. Black is white and white is black. The Woo. bizarro world. Um, Arena and Zach. The first word is, does it bring you down that I'm so dead? <laughs> and he's like, y'all, the whole time this man has to spend comforting her and telling her she's okay for acting like a dead fish. That's what the that's what their whole yep. conversation. She'll probably think, like, you probably hate me right now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I annoying you? And she said, I feel bad because I was so close off to you. And then she said, Talk and then she said the quiet part out loud. She's like talking with Paul made me realize that I haven't had a good moment with you like that. And you again, don't. that is not that's a non-apology. That is a non-apology. <laughs> no, that is I haven't known you like that. Like it's your fault. Oh. It's your fault. That's how she, and he Zach kind of says, "Look, I really love you, but I feel like you can't invest in this." He said, and I want a family. I want a wife that supports that. But it takes two people. And then he says, though, 
and I can still see you as someone I could do that with. And I went, really? And then she covers her head with a pillow. And I want to throw my laptop out the window and destroy something. I have to agree back with who said this. Was it? Who was it that said, I kind of question your judge bliss who said, I question your judgment. If you are, if you choose her. Yes. If you, Zach, you think arena would be a good fucking mother to your kids. Does she have one of those? Like, is like, she, is she like Scott Bakuling Bakula in quantum leap style? Does she like leap into another person that we don't see? <laughs> and, and maybe her words are different and she's not awful. Or is she like slowly microdosing him with like uh, a love potion <laughs> and we just or... don't see it or something? It's very strange. Um, either that, the other that, either that or he's so clueless and full of shit. So the other, the other thing is he could know he picked wrong and he's just full of shit. I think there's And he's just too. doing the show. Yeah. So uh, again, going down that road scares me because then – we would have to really contemplate all casting for the show if well, she was brought on to be. I mean, maybe not, but because he says, I'm very confused. Are you in this? Do you want to be in this? Is this something you want? And she says, not even a full answer. She just says, I don't know, Zach. You're not wrong. But she never says yes. She never is one of those people that says she never takes responsibility for anything. And she finally has to wait for when Zach finally says, if I'm not your type, then I don't think we should go further forward anymore. And did you hear? And this made me scream and say, I, I screamed, shut up. <laughs> like that when she said, uh, uh, I'm not going to chase you either. And she goes, you're not. Yes. And, and I, I screamed, shut up. Oh, uh, uh. So, and then she just puts the pillow on her face again. Yeah. So let's talk about the group. They're um, together outing. again. They're together. Yeah. And Chelsea flat out asks, I love how much these women talk about sex. Because Chelsea is like, well, Jacqueline, did you seal it? And Jackie's like, yeah, Ooh, we, we did. did. I'm sore. She's and she's, like, then she said, I felt my heart beat down there. <laughs> it's like that. She said, I really sometimes sorry. that happens. Woo! And Chelsea said, I've been sore the whole time. And we're like, now we know why Kwame helps getting away with that because the guy can fuck. The dick, the dickin' is good. Um, the the boys are basically saying, Brett says, I couldn't be happier. I never felt so sure in my fam so loved in my family. This is foreshadowing, I believe. In my family, yeah, love is not a word we throw around. Um and and Marshall says, you know, um, this was really great. These, these three black I, I just, men. Can I just say one thing yeah. before you say, because Brett said something that Kwame, I wonder if this hit Kwame, because he said, Brett said, I never want Tiffany to question and ask me, hey, babe, are you into me? Because Chelsea just had to do that with Kwame. Yeah, that's true. Before. Sorry, go ahead. Um but they're they're sitting there in these three black men, and Marshall just brings it up. Most of got most a lot of guys who look like us, they don't have these conversations. They don't have conversations talking about vulnerability because it's just not it's just not traditionally cultural for black men to talk about their feelings. Yeah. It's just not. Um, and uh, 
and the fact that they're doing this and he brings it up. No, I'm and, glad they brought, he brought it up. Yeah. And so, because you're a lot of times culturally black men have been seen either as soft to talk about feelings. Um, yeah. And, and basically he says, you know, um, and then he says, I w- there's so many friends I wish I could have talked just like this and say, I love you, man. They're not here anymore. And it is kind of one of these men sensitivity <laughs> moments <laughs> where, but it's wonderful. I'm not trying to make fun of it. It's no. just, it's, it's a wonderful moment. Um, but, but that's all thrown away as soon as Micah and Paul walk in. And Micah, uh, Micah and Paul walk in and then, and that's where Tiffany's like, oh, they just, uh, they just walked in. And something that I wrote that I think is a miss. It's like you said, did Paul not see the conversation between Micah and Kwame? Because we never get Paul's opinion on this at all. It's true. And it's fell. The only person who saw it was Chelsea, who seemed to be, and some of the, I think Tiffany, who said, I would, I'd go over there. That would piss me off. I'm surprised producers weren't trying to get Chelsea to go talk to Paul about it. I think Paul is clueless. Both Paul and Zach are pretty clueless. He's just playing um, Metroid in his head continuously. Yeah. I, Big I Doug. Think, I think the guys this season are, at least two or three of them are are lacking um, with being kind of for, for maturity's sake. It reminds me of season two, men. Um, yeah. To an extent. But not but, in an influencer way, except for Kwame. No, no, no. That no, no, no. But, but I really feel, I really feel like I think almost every season we've had, we've had women who were so much more mature than the men. Welcome to life. Um, and I was going to say that's life. That's but, life. Ooh. Maybe, maybe to 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 counteract that disparity, maybe Love Is Blind should just make the rule. If a woman is 25, she has to date someone who's over 30. <laughs> a For man real. who's over 30. <laughs> For real. Because um, I honestly feel, and y'all are going to say, someone's going to come at me and say, my husband married me when he was 26 and he's the greatest man ever. Men in their 20s just are dumb. They don't know what they want. Only in your 30s do you really start figuring out because men men aren't made, men men's brains it takes so long for us to grow up. Just um, unless a man has gone through severe childhood trauma or really gone through a lot of hard times, then and had to come out on the other side and had to grow up quickly. I agree. Yeah, we're little boys until we're 30. Basically. And then maybe not even then. <laughs> well, gay men were even worse. Oh, Peter Pan syndrome. In our Peters. In our Peters. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> so this moment of Chelsea says, well, I think um, I'm pretty sure they're squashed. You know, my He's like, I got an eye on it for you, girl. I got an eye on it for you. And Yeah. And then, but she said, I made it clear to him, you disrespect me again, we have a problem. And, um, and then he said, you can, she said, you can have the world with me or you can throw it away. What do you want to do? And Tiffany says, I think Micah is a grown bitch. And when she's not with. Lone bitch. Lone bitch. 
Oh, alone, lone. bitch. Oh, that's even worse. I think worse. that was an autocorrect. <laughs> oh, alone, bitch. And um, no, and that's is, where we. She nailed her. When she, yeah, because yeah. she said when she's not with Frick or Frack, and that's where she said, "Ooh, and Frack is here, and here comes, here they come." Here's Arena and Zach, and uh, Arena looks and the- terrible. She's wearing like this terrible, like tit shirt. Oh. She looks horrible. And I think it's possible to wear a tit shirt that is seductive, but also fits you well um, and doesn't make it look like that your tits want to fall out at any point. Yeah, it's terrible. I think part of it is the shirt itself and then the fit. Yeah. (laughs) So, y'all, Paul and Zach are saying to – Paul and Zach are talking – the brain trust that is Paul and Zach – Oh. Basically saying, you know, um, I need some investment. That's what he was telling Irina. And she's like, I got no response. And Zach basically, um, uh, he's like talking about exploring with Bliss. And she's like, no, I don't Paul know. Said, Paul said to Zach, if you had the chance, yeah, would sorry. you explore things with Bliss? And he's like, I don't know. She doesn't want to be with someone who didn't choose her. No, so no, no. He didn't in that. that. He said she deserves someone who. I'm sorry, you're right. Her. You're right. So he, I, I read my writing wrong. Um, and he said, and I, and he said, and if I based my decision off my gut and my heart, he said, no, he said I based my decision off my gut and my heart, and maybe I made the wrong one. I, if your gut told you that, Arena was right. Your gut is also a dumbass. You, you need a you need a probiotic. <laughs> you a you need one. a kombucha for that <laughs> gut. You need a, one of those strong kombucha. You got a leaky gut. <laughs> leaky gut, and we know that because Poodle and I've been fucked by a basketball team before. You, We've had a you, leaky you, gut. You need to get a gut transplant. <laughs> yeah, a gut if transplant. Your gut tells you Arena is a good person. Well, so, Paul even says I cannot help but look back and wonder my and question my choice of not choosing Amber. So that's not good. I have to ask you, have we had a I wish I would have chosen someone else who wasn't in the final 10? Have we had one of those? No, and it's so good. It makes it such good TV. Right now, we have the potential. Potential. I'm shaking in my chair. To bring two women back to this. Now, do the other two women get eliminated? (laughs) And do they show up on the reunion? So many rules need to be established. It's all new rules. It it titillates me too. I'm just just talking through this to make sure everyone understands how groundbreaking this is. Groundbreaking. It's so good. So, oh. you're you're you just did one of those faces like the Kristen Wig surprise <laughs> yeah. party person. I'm so freaking <laughs> excited. Um. So the next thing, y'all, I think it's Brett, Kwame, and Marshall are talking about. Um. Uh. I think it was. I won't. Well, be it's Kwame. Angry. Kwame says. Oh. He's talking to them about, and he said, yesterday I had that conversation with her, and he said, I felt like I wasn't as angry as I should have been. I'm like, well, that's because you were drunk. He said, 
when she sugarcoated her words, then I calmed down. But then he said, this is interesting if this is going to hold. Kwame says, you know, you are the representation with the company that you keep. And she hangs Arena. out with Arena. He said that Micah hangs out with Arena. So is Kwame starting to see the kind of dark side of Micah? I think yeah, we have to put but a pin in that as well. I don't know if that matters at this point. Um, I, it just So we'll see. I don't know if going forward, because they're going to be together. They're going to have other situations where they're together. And is he going to fall into that same trap or is he fine? Basically, is he smarter than basically who has more common sense or who's dumber, Zach or Kwame? Because Zach still thinks Arena is a great person, but he just doesn't want to be with her. Kwame, I, does he I think Michael Zach is kid? really, really dumb. Um, so, uh, so y'all, uh, Micah and Arena, as they're ta- are sitting there over there talking slash plotting, um, and he says, there's this weird tension between Telsey and me. I don't get it. Um, there's over- overcompensation going on. And then you can tell this isn't sincere. And she's like, you know, Kwame, like, has been very reserved to me, and I just want to clear the air. Um, part of her wants to clear the air because she wants she doesn't like feeling this way. Part of her wants to move her knight to rook four or whatever. I don't know yeah. if chess moves. It's it's the next play. Yeah. Um, so I wrote down, stop the bus. <laughs> Because Micah and Chelsea are now talking. Hey. I love he, Chelsea's laugh. She's like, ha ha. It was such like a, you're a bitch laugh. But she laughed. It was great. And I've got to say, her asking him to pick her teeth, which I would never do. I think that's gross. Um, Is a baller move. Oh. Right oh. in front of Micah. So. It's great. Then she's like, so yesterday was rough. And, um. And we find out that she's, she's like, like I didn't understand what happened with your comment. That's what she said. Yeah. And she's like, he was kind of like triggered by, or Chelsea says he was triggered by your, your conversation. And she's like, it was a misunderstanding. Not true. What happened was you tried to backpedal and explain why you didn't choose him, but you wind up, you wound up just complimenting him and confusing him more yeah because that's what you wanted you never really said sorry never 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 and then chelsea said yeah but then you had a 20 minute conversation and then as soon as that happened as soon as we got that out fucking rain then the rain gods of mexico (laughs) (laughs) decided that they couldn't handle any more of this tension. <laughs> so they reined it out. Um, and then Chelsea even said, good for Chelsea. I don't need closure here. It's done for me. She, yeah, she said it's done for me. She's like, uh, she's like, I'll just have to continue being the baddie bitch because I don't need close. Uh, because, uh, yeah. Cause she does. And she was like, I don't anyway, there's a little bit left kind of, as we like to say, after the rain, do, 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 do. Nelson. We should get Nelson wigs and do a Nelson number. Those were pretty. Those were some pretty girls. <laughs> <They> were. <laughs> Ooh. 
So, y'all, Micah and Paul, they're soaked. Uh, she She's like, I feel bad about not being able to talk to Chelsea. No, you don't. No, you don't. Everything she says is a, is a guise. Everything she says is so calculated. I guarantee you this girl was the alpha of her friend group. She was responsible for women getting eating disorders. I I guarantee you this 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 woman has ruled circles before. Yeah, she has a friend that has a coke addiction because of her. And Oh, totally. And here's the deal. The kryptonite to mean girls are grown ass women. That's true, like Full Chelsea. Stop. <laughs> and like Chelsea and like Tiffany. Jacqueline for the most part. But yeah. yeah, that is Micah's kryptonite. It's a grown ass woman. Yep, that's true. Um, so then uh, she's like, uh, Paul talks about Paul only talked to Zach the whole time, and basically brings up. But Paul said, well, "Yeah, Arena, they were bringing up like Bliss and talking to Zach." And Paul basically says, "I understand." Uh, I don't understand the the kind of amount of like wondering if you made the right or Paul says I'm sorry this is not clear. I understand the the the, the mindset of wondering if you made the right choice. He says that in a talking head moment because he already brings that up about Amber. Um, Did and you he know says, Mike? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought you were done. no. Go, he said and if he says if they don't get on the same page, he's going to end it with her. And do you know how he said, I asked her about a little bit about bliss and Micah kind of got offended. Like, she's yeah. like, why are you putting bliss in the picture? Like why? Yeah. Cause it's almost like she wasn't thinking about Irina. She was thinking about, is he thinking about somebody else? Is Paul, is Paul thinking about somebody else? Mm-hmm. That's what Micah's thinking. It has nothing to do with her. So let's go on to perhaps the strangest scene in love is blind history so far. I didn't know what I was watching. Oh, no. This was so bizarre. First of all, there was silence for a long time. And they're just kind of laying there on the bed. And Irina finally says, so on the plane ride home, I don't think we should sit together. So what's happened before this that the cameras did not get? There was something that we didn't get. Either they fought or they just because... Zach is immediately, his next sentence is, this has been horrible. Just fucking, fucking fucking horrible. (laughs) And that's when Zach goes, let's call it. And Arena goes, okay. And she's like, I loved our second day talking. And Zach, to his credit, says, that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Um, That doesn't make any sense at all that you say our second conversation. Um, and this is, and then she's like, no. And then Arena's like, well, I did treat you so poorly. And I know she literally wrote, I wrote this down word for word. Cause she read, I'm literally treating you so poorly. I'm a complete jerk to you again. No apology. She's just saying what, but he wants, she wants him to be like, no, you're not. Exactly. No, you're not. not. She never says, I'm really sorry that I've led you on. She'll never no. say that. No. And then she's like, I hope you can see bliss when you go back to Seattle. Maybe she was the one. And I went, what is happening? And then he says, it's been horrible <laughs> sleeping with you. <laughs> and, 
and Arena said, I was going to leave you after I saw you, but I was like, what? And then it's true confession time. Yes. And then it and then it's like, yeah, um, it might as well have been like that pockmark on your face needs to go because it scares me. Um, yes. Or he told her, I, he said, I was thinking about bliss the whole time when we were together. And she was like, I was thinking about someone too. And he was like, yeah, no shit, Paul, because you were fucking flirting with him. Like you can tell he's your best friend. I'm not blind. Y'all, this is, this is what you call toxic honesty. That's a great word for it. This is only there now to hurt one another. All, everything else has been out the window. They are, now they are enemies. And at least the declaration has been made. Because now, and they both look so much more comfortable. <laughs> God, I want Arena to fuck Paul so badly. And y'all, she says, I'm totally into Paul. The next thing is Chelsea and Kwame. And uh, they're talking about Micah and after the rain. Uh, and Kwame says, you know, I appreciate her asking you to talk. But again, honey, just to keep, your, keep, keep, keep compliments about her out of your mouth. For a while. Yeah. And and basically, they're talking a little bit about the, the couples who survive. And they're like, well, definitely Brett and Tiffany. They're like, also us. And I can even see Chelsea going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we talk, they talk about a little bit about uh, uh, Micah and Paul. And, and then they're like, I don't know. And then they're like, are you feeling okay about us? And and then there's this weird thing about their between their families that they they maybe they've talked about it before, but we don't know. We're going to get negativity from all sides. I don't know what that means. We don't know what that means. Um, I do want to say that we do get a little bit. Of, they talk about Zach, and she's like, "I can't stand that dude." And Kwame's like, "I like him." Can we talk about Arena instead? So no one is liking. The guys seem to like Zach, but no one is liking Arena except for Micah. No. I think I think men Zach is an archetype that a lot of men have in their friend group of the clueless kind of dumb guy who who is there who is kind of like a good time um but they're terrible with women. And so women see this. That wasn't a read at all. Um <laughs> Thanks. Now at least know why I'm in, I'm one of your friends. Yeah, that's it. Um, so y'all, we're back in Seattle, and I my jaw dropped open. Zach's sitting there in a suit. He actually looks good in this suit. His hair doesn't look crazy. He doesn't yeah. look like like a young um, uh, Marty McFly with crazy hair. Doc. So Bliss walks in, and. And then she hugs and then him. And then I made the wrong choice. Zach says I made the wrong choice. And Blackout. he says, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, like, I don't know also what to though, too, Like, I'm like, I don't want bliss to be with this guy. I love me bliss. either. I don't want, I don't, so, I think. I think she's a bad, he's a bad match for her. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, unless, unless, I'm going to have one small caveat. Some people become so different with another person. I, I, again, this is a 5% chance that would ever happen. Well, I'm worried. Um, but, yeah. Just worried. I don't, I don't know if they'll let, if the show will allow him to continue filming with someone. I don't, that's the thing. Yes, this, they this will. They'll happened. let us. They will want us to see it. Yes, they will. She was on the show. She already signed the release. It's easy. But I'm saying, is it, You does he have to propose to her first? Oh, That's what I'm like, saying. All do, they of, be, do they become part of the... Yes. I don't know. That's We've what I'm never talking done about. This before. Are they part they of come, the experiment? We're in the, uncharted waters. Does the Lachey's fly in and they have like an intervention? <laughs> I don't know. This is like this is like when I had my first fivesome. It was uncharted waters. Well, that's the show. We gotta go. I don't want to hear any more of that, everybody. All right, this was no. Great. Literally, we were in uncharted waters because everything we did was illegal. <laughs> so okay. we had to do it outside. Yeah. So um, that y'all, that is the first drop of uh, Netflix's Love Is Blind. So there will be a. We don't know how many episodes, but I think there will be another drop coming. Is it a week from now? Yep. Yep. So, and we, we, we do have access to the, to those. So we will have all of our episodes finished too. Thank you, Netflix. And we'll have that out. Six through eight or six through nine. Okay. Yeah. And, um, I'm yeah. excited to watch more. Yeah. All right, everybody. It's great. It's great. Let's What's going to happen? If you're listening to this, go to our Patreon comments and put in your comments. <laughs> Poodle's earbud just fell out. Um, I don't know what's happening. It doesn't um, even work. <laughs> y'all, he bought the shittiest. He's like, I bought these good airpo- air- AirPods at the airport. $34. You're so fucking cheap. $34. <laughs> that That is you. That is like. <sighs> they looked good. No, no, you're, you are so, you are so intelligent about most things in your life. You are just, have no common sense when it comes to buying things that, cause you get cheap. I, I don't have, especially technology. Yes. I feel like I should be able to get it for cheaper. I'm I try to time. tell him you get what you pay for and you got what you pay for. Maybe. Anyway, y'all. Oh, what a great season. So be sure. I know we've just heard that Supercast. You can have comments and do that. We're trying to figure that out. So for you Supercasters, we are planning on, just so you know, we're planning on getting more integrated and more involved in our Supercast. And uh, we think there's more that you can do with the platform that we don't even know about. So we are getting involved in that as well. So more to come to look forward to for you Supercasters. All right, everybody. Thank you for, oh God, be sure to talk about this in the comments of, again, Patreon Supercast, but also if you're in the private Facebook group or on social media, let us know on Instagram, Twitter, talk to us. We've got a week now to let this all boil over y'all. Talk to us about Love is Blind and let us know what you think. Thank you. And I will be home next time because California, California, here I I come. come. Back to the rain. Yeah, it's going (laughs) to be raining again. Getting another winter storm. As, well, it's already, right. already been here by the time this airs. Shut up. Stop talking. Yeah, he's got to go fuck somebody and go to a show. So, all right, everybody. We'll <laughs> see you next time. But um, when, you're, um, when you're sitting in that bed and you got a pillow between you and someone that you absolutely hate that you've had to sleep with for four fucking days, 
What are you asking? And your stuffed and your stuffed dog Ralphie. Ralphie is going whispers to you. Is love blind, you dumbass? Love is blind. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 